Welcome to House of Horns. My name is Victor Corona, a.k.a. Victor Producer. And joining me is Gilbert Manzano, who does it for Sports Illustrated. Gilbert, uh, you know, this game was in hand, it seemed like. And then you get a bunch of turnovers and you allow the commanders to come back and make it a 28 to 20 win for the Rams. Do you just take the, hey, a win is a win and you move on? Or are you more of like, I have some concerns here? I think you take the win and you and you move on because, you know, the Rams are now in the seventh seed. Everything worked out, worked out their way. Like the last time they played in Baltimore, they got their hearts broken, but then the Packers lose two in a row. The Vikings lose the game. And at the end of the day, the Rams handled business. But part of me thinks, okay, they should have done better because you're playing in four days against the Saints. By the way, the Saints also seven and seven. So you're you're seeing them behind you in the standing. So you could have easily, you know, won that game in three quarters. Jacoby Brissett came in in the fourth quarter. You could have had Stafford and a bunch of your, your starters out in the fourth quarter to rest for Thursday. That didn't work out. But you got to take the wins, right? Yeah, you should. And I, I'm with you. But before I kind of get into it, I just want to tell people, I, I see a lot of people have jumped on. So if you have any questions, if you want to comment anything you, you saw uh, in this game, you know, get in the comments. Let us know. We'll share your comment on here. But, you know, the as you talked about, the the Rams are now in the seventh seed and, you know, with with everybody else losing around them. You know, you had the the Falcons losing, you had the Packers losing. And so now their chances of making the playoffs go, goes even up more. Now they're at 54%. And that's all you can, at this point, nobody's, I'm telling you, Giver, one of the things we continue to talk about is the fact that no one saw the, the Rams being in this position, especially after week 15. But here we are. Yeah, I keep going back to the Packers game where, you know, they had Brett Rippin and, and the sky was falling. They lo- they only had three points and, and they lost and they go into the bye week and they just keep winning and winning. Uh, You know, that Baltimore game, I know, like I mentioned, it was a heartbreaker, but they showed me a lot in Baltimore to push the Ravens into overtime. Like watch the Ravens going to Jacksonville tonight or, or yeah, I think it's a road game and they just crush the Jaguars. Like that shows you the level that the Rams are at and how quickly they've changed. This offense was really good. You know, they didn't get 30 points today, but Kyra Williams, 152 rushing yards. He did drop the ball twice, but they're running the football. Cooper Cup, a lengthy touchdown. Stafford playing well again. Uh, the offensive line doing a good job. The defense show, showed out for the first three quarters, and then it kind of got away from You know, I'm concerned about that part, the secondary. We'll see what they do with Derek Carr and the Saints on Thursday night football. But this is a, an unforeseen uh, midseason turnaround that no, not a lot of people expected. After Green Bay, I'm, I'm sure there's a few people like yourself, Victor, that had high hopes for this, these Rams during training camp. And, you know, they've done so well with a, with a young group and a rookie class. But after what happened before the bye week, uh, I, I'm still surprised. But, hey, they're capable of winning a playoff game, I feel like, if they, if they get in and they're in a good spot right now. Yeah, since since the bye week, they're a completely different team. And I talked about it. I think that was their, you know, before the season, I said, hey, this team has a chance to get in the playoffs if they take advantage of that second half schedule. Now, before that bye, you know, we all, we both had our concerns with this team, but getting Kyron Williams back, uh, getting healthy, just getting healthy. The, the thing was, too, with Matthew Stafford, can he stay healthy the, the whole season? We saw that he couldn't, and, you know, unfortunately, they lost, you know, him for a game against the Packers, and as you talked about, Brett Rippon had to come in, and so... 
you know, so far so good as we sit here uh, in, you know, at the end of week 15. But I just want to put an engagement question out there. How concerned, how concerning are the red zone struggles, Gilbert? Because I, I know a lot of people have been talking about this uh, online. And, you know, even the broadcast brought it up at, at the beginning of that first drive where the same thing happened again, where they got down inside the goal line. And then next thing you know, they throw the ball, you know, uh, in the end zone and they come come away with three points. Yeah, that's a good point by you. We're going to focus on a couple of negative things here. And I think it's OK to do that because they should have won by more points against uh, the struggling commanders. And I had the over in this game and I, I thought they're going to drop maybe 35 points, 40 points. They got close to 28, but uh, they had a slow start too offensively. They couldn't really get going. It was like 7, 10, 0, 13, 0. And then, you know, eventually they started pulling away. You know, getting that touchdown with Cooper Cup, but yeah, you got to come through in the red zone. Like you, like you know, we saw that Vikings game. You know, you know, yesterday against the Bengals, like they they were in the red zone and they could they had a turnover or you know or they had a field goal and it cost them at the end when the Bengals rallied. So you know, I use the Vikings as an example because they are fighting with the with the Rams here for a playoff spot. But maybe it could happen with you against the Saints. It could happen against the Giants. The Giants who lost to uh, the Saints, by the way, and then they play the 49ers. So you got to put teams away when you have these red zone opportunities. And then in the secondary, I am concerned about these long touchdown plays here. Uh, Terry McLaurin, you have McLaurin in fantasy football. It finally paid off because he's been struggling all year with Sam Howell, Ron Rivera, and Eric Bieniemy. But it, it was one of these one of these games where they did their job. They, you know, it was a little flat. But after what happened in Baltimore, you know, they played their butts off and they lost. Here, it, they didn't really play as well, but they still won. Yeah, and that's all you can hope for this time of season. I mean, you you're starting to see teams lose and. You know, the one thing we we had a concern as we previewed this matchup was, hey, don't have a let letdown game after, especially after how good you played. And I think, yeah, you should be concerned about some of those things. But honestly, the the main focus should be just just taking, you know, the win and moving on and getting ready for Thursday night's game against the Saints. Uh, we have a comment on here from Delbert Salgado. He says, we continue our playoff journey that started after the bye, uh, still trying to clean up little things that can turn a game around. Growing up versus where we were a year ago, horns up, Ramalee. So, I mean, he's he's right on point there as well. I mean, nobody, ex- I, I don't think not a lot of people expected what we're seeing. And now that you're here, you have to, they're growing up before our eyes. Yeah, you know, but like like you mentioned, Delbert, uh, you got to clean up the little things like Kyron Williams fumbling twice like that, I'm sure. You know, that probably, I don't want to jinx him, I shouldn't say it, but it could happen again. But he rarely does things like that where he fumbles. And when he had a second one, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? But you look at his stat line, he's still contributing. Like, that guy's a monster. And I kept saying, the one, the, I feel like the one thing I've gotten right all year, they're a different team. And Kyron Williams is on the field and they lost him for a few weeks. And then when he came back, they started rolling again. They're winning these games. And maybe that's why, maybe I shouldn't be too surprised when they got Kyron Williams back on the field. But to now having Puka and Cooper Cup, you know, playing in sync together that was going to take a while to get those two wide receivers going Stafford has just been dealing you know playing so well he got the hip injury you know in, in indy he got the finger injury i think in dallas and now he's starting to look obviously he's not gonna be 100 healthy but it, he looks great out there making it work but yeah you can't have the turnovers you can't have the red zone uh miscues you know you can't have you know plays coming in slowly like in baltimore you can't get burned constantly you know downfield in the secondary you know, you want to see more game-changing plays from this defense. Uh, I know Kobe Durant on special teams got the got the block uh, extra point there to make it a 28-20 game. But 
you need game changing momentum plays, but this team is just like you know cruising on, on offense, man. Like another four hundred yards of offense. Like you know, I, I'm still amazed how well they are, and I keep like I really is going to focus this show. Like, okay, they're going to be a dangerous team, and then they, then they have that sour ending there. But what did they play the Lions and who played great against the Broncos, by the way? What did they play the Lions in the three six matchup? You know, two seven can be difficult. They play the Eagles or the 49ers. Uh, but the way they're rolling offensively, they have a chance, but you better make sure you score in the red zone, don't fumble the ball, and don't allow these deep touchdowns in the secondary. Yeah, and to your point about Matthew Stafford and how good he's been playing, he had a chance, Gilbert to tie uh, Kurt Warner for most games with uh, three touchdowns. And that, he could have had four uh, today. Uh, he just missed a chance there in the end zone. So that just tells you how well he's been playing. And then going back to Kyron Williams, and you talked about he's fumbled twice in the first in the first half and this could have been a, a much lopsided uh, win for for the Rams. And I think I think that was a big thing for us uh, was, hey, maybe maybe if you get up on on this commander's team you can rest some guys and then you kept them around long enough to where they brought in Jacoby Brissett and you know because this defense was doing this job against against uh how and then Jacoby Brissett comes in and he's like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna get the guy that should you know should be our feature here in McLaurin and he scores two touchdowns and Next thing you know, you're having to sweat out this win. But I just want to go back to Kyron Williams, you know, and how good McVay has been, you know, uh, scheming things up. Uh, Williams has faced a light box now, Gilbert. Or in this in this game, he faced a light box 21 in 21 of his 27 carries and gained 121 yards on those attempts. He has gained a league high 660 rushing yards against light boxes this season, 79 more than the next guy. And remember, Gilbert, he missed three game, three or four games there in the middle of the season. So that just tells you the how good um, McVay has been scheming things up because you're going to – if you're trying to take away something, you're going to allow Williams to have light boxes and that's you know that that's to the bene benefit of the Rams. And just let me just give you some stats here, just for everybody who's tuning in. Matthew Stafford, twenty-five of thirty-three, two hundred and fifty-eight yards, two touchdowns that we talked about. Kyron Williams, twenty-seven carries, one hundred and fifty-two yards. Puka Nakua, another five receptions for fifty yards, one carry for six yards. Cooper Cup, second straight one hundred-yard game. Gilbert. He goes for eight catches, and then that 62-yard uh, catch where he was just left alone. Everybody was like, how did he get that yeah. wide open? And I think a big key to Gilbert that we haven't talked about is Demarcus Robinson. He's This is now the second straight game. He scores a touchdown. He goes two for 44, and, a, and he had one carry for 23 yards. Yeah, he's been big. Demarcus Robinson, they needed it with two to uh, Atwell, you know, out. You know, a, a player with plenty of experience. You know, I think he, I think he played with the Chiefs. Might have played with the Ravens. I forget, but plenty of experience and step stepping up there. And you know, I'm actually surprised how many light boxes Kyron Williams is getting because I guess people are not taking notice that this team feeds off of Kyron Williams. And obviously, you got to respect respect uh, Stafford and Cooper and Puka. But eventually, they're gonna catch on. Like, you got to flip it. Like this team, like just does well when, when they're running the football pretty heavy or maybe or maybe the Rams are just make, are just doing a good job of not being predictable because when you're running this new gap scheme uphill of vertical attack like that's kind of obvious right it's like smash my football 
but teams aren't picking up on it. And it could be all the motions and, and things you're doing with Puka and Cooper Cup. And that's a credit to the coaching staff with Sean McVay. And I don't make Bay hasn't taken some heat for his game management or lack of running attack in the first half. And also, you know, he didn't he didn't have Kyron Williams for you know, you know, five games, six weeks, whatever it was. So everything was an adjustment. And right now it's clicking and and again. So, you know, I'm surprised about those stats there. Eventually, maybe the teams will, will, will pick it up. Uh, by the way, the, I think the Saints are pretty, you know, so-so when it comes to the run defense, looking ahead for the, for the preview there. Uh, but you gotta have, you gotta, you better have a game where you just finish it, finish and finish and close quickly. And that's, those are the signs of the growing pains. You know, when you have a veteran core and, and Aaron Donald played today for the defense, but Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald and Stafford and Sean McVay, they just won a Super Bowl two years ago. So that it tells you that you know they're doing their job with this new cast of characters and, and young players and, and, and rookies, but these kind of mis- mistakes are, are still kind of lingering, and we'll see how they do because you, I, I really don't think you could afford to lose to the Saints or the Giants. the Giants, knowing in the back of your mind you have to finish against the 49ers who are still competing for the number one seed. Yeah, and you know, you know, talking about that, you know, the the Saints are coming off a big win as you talked about against the Saint against the Giants, twenty four to six. They're also seven and seven. They're also in the playoff picture. You know, it's them and the Buccaneers right now trying to fight for that uh, uh, NFC South. And so, you know, that's going to be a a huge a huge game. You know, the uh, just FYI, uh, the Rams. You know, the 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 lines are out. The Rams. The Rams are three and a half point favorites versus the Saints on Thursday night football. We'll see mm. how those lines change as we get closer to Thursday night. And so on a short week, we'll, we'll have a lot to get into as the, you know, Monday and Tuesday come around. Uh, I'm guessing we're doing, uh, we haven't discussed this yet, uh, but I'm sure we'll we'll have an early uh, preview this week because of the Thursday night game. Yeah, let's probably do it on Tuesday. We'll talk, but uh, just a kind of a... a a promo probably tuesday if you want to check out the live show of the tuesday preview saints against the rams but if you have any thoughts about that game uh make sure to comment and we have some people watching don't be shy uh delbert salgado got it going there with his comment but whatever you want to talk about the rams something you notice in here that we're not talking about or something you you, you agree or disagree with from our comments that's fine too but yeah it's one of those games where it's kind of like you know what else can you really impact as the commanders you know they're not a good team they're ready for the offseason Ron Rivera might get fired tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe, you know, just rise out the rest of the season. So they're not really a team that's, you know, trying to win. They did compete hard at the end with Jacoby Brissett. You know, they pulled Sam Howell. I saw Rivera said that Sam Howell is still the starting quarterback. I don't know why. But uh, Brissett kind of gave him a little more life there. But, yeah, I, I think it's got to clean it up here. And, you know, this game, it doesn't seem too exciting, but to win and then also have, in a, in a way, have the Saints win because it doesn't really hurt you too much. It does, you know, make for a good Thursday night football game. After we saw the Chargers and the Raiders and that blowout, and it, and it was over in the first two minutes, this one should be a little more competitive. But it's just funny how things worked out for the Rams because it, it was a tough L in Baltimore. And I, but then we kept telling people, hey, this is frustrating. Maybe complaining about the 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 calls, you know, the the punt return and the block in the back, things like that. But it's gonna even out with the schedules here. Yeah. And at that point, when the Rams lost, the Packers played two more times and they lost. Now they kind of become afterthoughts because they lost two games in a row. They're six and eight. And I'm okay, cool. They're done. They have the tiebreakers over the Seahawks, who still has to play the the Eagles on Monday night. And then here the here the Saints are out, out of nowhere, seven and seven. I'm like, oh crap, they're there. But the Rams, luckily for them, have a better uh, conference record. But now when they play the Saints, 
head-to-head tiebreakers mean they're more important so you definitely got to win that game yeah. uh just just to kind of have a, as an insurance too yeah and you you know now we sit here with three games to go and you're you're starting to see like okay they need to win the next two because you know this is your last home game against the saints then you're having to go on the road you're going to the east coast against the giants and i as i said that's the one game i was concerned about because you you know, we know what to expect against the 49ers. This is a divisional game. We know what's going to happen there. But the Giants, you never know what you're going to get with them, especially having to travel to the East Coast and all that. So you got to take care of business, as we talked about. Take it one game at a time. And now you can, you know, start to look at that against the Saints on Thursday night. It's a quick turnaround. But, you know, as we've seen with the Rams, they'll be ready to go. Last 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 season when they played, uh, on Thursday night, they had a quarterback come in on two days rest and they beat the Raiders. So, you know, the, the, they'll be well coached and they'll be ready to go against uh, the, the Saints for sure on Thursday. Uh, one more other thing that I wanted to mention, Gilbert, just to give some love to the defense, because before uh, Brissett came in, they were shutting out the uh, commanders and uh, I mean, pretty much shutting them down. Uh, Ernest Jones with another big game, seven tackles, one sack. And then John Johnson now with his second interception in the last three games. Uh, this this team is not going to turn you over. They're not going to put a lot of pressure on you defensively. But when they do, they get to the quarterback like we saw with Ernest Jones. And they're going to be opportunistic and get one or two turnovers a game and that's what they pretty much did. They didn't lose the game. And I know I'm going to talk about – well, I, I did want to ask you, and and we talked about – you brought it up, and you asked how big are special teams? How concerned are you about special teams? And I know a lot of people are going to blame Lucas Habersick for that missed field goal. And they brought it up on the – they brought it up in the in the broadcast, and, and we saw the long snapper, the, the uh, what's his name? Jay Feely was saying that he was missing left and right before the game because of the of the of the new the new uh, long snapper. And that kind of stuff is going to matter, Gilbert. Yeah. And that's why we talked about it. Yeah, it definitely does matter. It could, it could bite you at the worst time. We saw it last week in Baltimore, the punt return uh, touchdown in overtime. So. Yeah, like when they uh, released uh, the news about the the new long snapper, it's kind of like, well, who cares? But it's kind of at the same time, better make sure this uh, long snapper is on point. Uh, but yeah, but you know, make sure you know they they got that figured out. But I really think Victor, they got to win out and, and beat three and zero because you don't want to face the Foreign Anders or the Eagles in the two seven matchup. But that's the preview for another, another day. I that's pretty much my thoughts there for the final thoughts here, Victor. I got to get going to cover this. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night football game, but it was a kind of so-so game, but they got the job done. They beat the commanders a little scared at the end and they handle business. So that should be the, the theme handle, handle business, you know, against the saints and the giants Maybe it's a little more than business because the saints are right there in the playoff race, you know, could be a good indicator, like where you really are, you know, are you like with these big boys or are you kind of more the, the lower pack of the average or are you somewhere in the middle there? So I do want to see that game in terms of where they land, but, uh, yeah, it would be nice if they went out, uh, but it would be tough with the 49ers in uh, the final week, and then maybe they, maybe they get to play them again, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, this is, this is um, you know, I, I'm just happy that we're here the case, but not a lot of people did. But just for the channel, for what we're doing here, I'm just excited to be able to talk about meaningful football, you know, as we get close to Christmas time. So that's my final thoughts. Um, Gilbert, who gets your 12-pack of beer? Uh, 
uh, for this game, who 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 did did the most to get your twelve pack of beer this this game? Yeah, I don't think I've given it to Stafford in a minute. I gave, I think I gave gave it to Cooper Cup last week. He, so this, I'll change it up. I'll go with Stafford. Man, he's playing great. Nobody's talking about it, but he's playing like a Pro Bowler. You know, these uh, achievements you know, are kind of forgotten sometimes. But like you know, because he does so much, you know, consistently, and it's kind of routine. But he's playing so well, and like definitely a case for the Pro Bowl. But obviously, he wants a a, a bigger goal and make it to Las Vegas and get to the Super Bowl. And you know. A couple, a couple weeks ago, people would have laughed at that idea of getting to the Super Bowl. It's still kind of a wild scenario, but they're, if they get in the, in the in the postseason, you have as good a chance as anybody else. So that is because of Stafford's playing so well, and he had another great game today. Yeah, and I, I like that one. I I mean, I could go with Kyron Williams and make it easy, but I'm going to give it to Ernest Jones, man. That guy's been playing with a knee injury, and he continues to lead that defense. You know, everybody – you know, was saying it's just Aaron Donald and a bunch of guys. And I think now it's becoming Aaron, Aaron Donald and Ernest Jones and a bunch of guys just because he's been able to lead that team. And look, him playing hurt is also pretty big. And um, I know not, I know a lot of people, I saw that they want to get rid of Darion Kendrick. And I think part of it, too, yeah. has to do with the fact that, you know, Ernest Jones is playing really good ball right now. And they're keeping the the the, the Rams in the game. And so. I think for me, that's who gets it. So hope he enjoys that. Um, that'll be it, Gilbert. That's all I have for you on this Rams post game show. Rams and command the Rams beat the Commanders uh, twenty eight to twenty. They hold on, but as you said, a win is a win. And now we get ready to preview the Saints and Rams on Thursday night football. As I said, the Rams are three and a half point favors as of right now. Um, but yeah, let's get ready for Thursday night, Gilbert. Cool. Uh, let's get on and move on to week 16. Short week. Uh, Rams, Saints, Thursday Night Football. They just beat the Commanders 28 to 20. Uh, handling business. Now moving on to the short week. But on that note, ya nos vamos. Pues vámonos.